Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, December 7th. And guess what? It's basically almost Christmas now. I mean, it's December. It's the holidays. It's the month that it all happens. Let me tell you, there's still no snow on the ground, Uh, uh, which is kind of wrong. I'm not even a fan of the snow like you are, but if there's ever a month where there should be snow, it is December. Don't give me any of this April, May garbage. Yeah. Like, why is this? You know what we should do? I'm going to start a petition right now. Let's just all collectively agree that it's October. We're just going to start, you know, the the year two months behind. Does that make sense? No, I have no idea what you're saying. If we all just decided that today wasn't December 7th, it was October 7th, we would give ourselves two more months. And therefore, what is the thick of the snow season will be oh. December for Christmas. And then when the snow goes away, it'll only be like February, maybe March. I like this idea. Thank you. This is a good idea. If we all just collect it, it's like daylight savings time. If we all just collectively agree, we can do it. Yes. All right. And then the snow will drop. Everybody sign my, sign my petition. (laughs) Sign my, contribute to my GoFundMe. (laughs) Let's make it October again. Maybe 2021. I don't want another October 2020. All right. Fair enough. Hey, you know what we should listen to? Our intro. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Have you been drinking? Only coffee. Michael. What? My Drunk Kitchen, Drunk History, you know, all these yes. great shows where people are drunk. I Let's do an episode going. of our podcast where when we're drunk. Yep. My Drunk Realty Brother. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just one is drunk and the other one is so annoyed <laughs> uh. <laughs> trying to stay on task. Welcome to My Drunk Realty Brother with this yeah. a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we invite that brother on? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's move Ayo. on. Um, okay. So anyway, we could like we could like sing the intro. Yes. Just really drunk, Michael. Guitar solo. Welcome to the Real Deep Rivers. Brubbers. I'm your host. This is assuming that you know we're not drunk for all of our podcast here. Actually, just lots of coffee. That's my secret. Actually. Hey, you know what I'm drinking coffee out of today? What? The, the skulls the... of your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you today? No. Man, you're interesting. I know. Um, no, the, the Yeti mug we got for everybody for Christmas <gasps> last year. I actually am too. That's so funny. <laughs> I Okay, so you know I had one of these uh, Black Yeti tumblers before we got these for everyone. Yep. Do you remember that? And then yeah. uh, I was like, this is so great. We It's one of our Christmas gifts. Um, and it has the Century 21 logo. That's not long story short. I had just left mine without the logo, the one I had previously at a friend's house. And uh, so I was trying to make coffee this morning and I pulled the drawer open where all of the, the mugs are. And I thought, what is that doing here? I swear I just left that over at, uh, you know, another place. And then I realized it's my other one, the Century 21 <laughs> one that I've yeah. missed. And it's just, 
it makes the coffee taste better. Yeah. With the Starbucks. Mm. Mm. Tell you what. Yeah, I didn't get Starbucks this morning. I actually started to order on the app. Yeah. And then uh and then didn't. Why not? Because I was uh, I don't know. I had you know, I had this podcast to do with you and I was like, ah, I I don't know. Would I make it back in time? Oh, fair. Plus, you know, when you're ordering on the app and you keep hitting the plus button for more shots of espresso, eventually they warn you, like, you may have a heart attack. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I don't need their guilt trip here. Yeah. And anyway, hey. This, who are they, your I, doctor? Right. <laughs> That's right. You don't need to look out for me. This is America. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I really am digging this thing that you came up with, this petition to just move the calendar. Yes. Okay. Um, I like this. We, if we can all just agree, hey, we're just going to do October and November twice. We can have two Halloweens, two Thanksgivings. Mm, okay, this keeps getting better. Yep. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway. You know, it seems like eventually we will need a correction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, again, yeah. to bring up daylight saving time, that exists kind of like as a correction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe we need that too with our months because it was intended, you know, for spring break to be sunny. Am I right? Yeah. And it's intended for your winter break to be wintry. And as the rotation of the sun and the natural wobble that our planet has of, you know, whatever it is, 14 degrees or something, (laughs) we're getting a little off and it's just so little that we don't seem to care, but that's, you know, that's the frog in the boiling water trick. Like if it, eventually we'll all be dead. Yeah. You just don't realize it cause it's slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually. So, uh, a friend of mine who by the way is one of my favorite musicians, she has a voice that I could listen to forever. Okay. Um, she was like, you know, this, this, this time of year is always pretty difficult for, for me. You know, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's just kind of depressing, you know? And um, so she's like, I decided that me and my family this year are not participating in daylight savings. Okay. I'm not kidding. And so, um, you know, her full-time job is she's a musician. She's a recording artist, okay. you know? Um, her, um, she's like, it's, it's easier to just tell the kids, hey, we're, you know, your school day has now changed <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be this time to this time. Um, you know, and her husband works from home and, uh, he's constantly on calls, East coast, West coast, you know, so they're basically just like, we're just shifting our mindset. All the clocks in their home say that, you know, and she's like, it has been refreshing. Like we mm. get an extra hour of, sunlight in the evening instead of it being black at five o'clock yeah <laughs> you know um that's true so i was like that's really interesting like I, and then of course 200 people commented and they're like can we get rid of daylight saving and i'm like what it seems like i've never met anybody that's like i love daylight saving yeah. so much no like can we just get rid of it i i think we could it's like you know redoing two months we can do anything if we collectively agree on it Yes, and while we're at it, let's just switch to the metric system. Okay, yep. Because <laughs> the imperial system is crazy. Um, yeah. Oops, sorry, I was just, I just hit my microphone. Oops. Sorry. You With just your got face? A bunch of, 
Yeah. <laughs> I got so excited. Uh, good, good. I've had so much coffee, it looked like a donut, so I was trying to eat my microphone for hey, a second. Hey, oh, there you go. Um, hey, yeah. what's, what's uh, you're not sponsored this week? Okay, so I was uh, telling you about, I was telling all of you about on, on the podcast here about my Christmas tree, mm-hmm. my big, glorious 12-foot pre-lit Christmas tree I put up, and half of it won't light. Such a disappointment. Uh, and it is heavy. Like, it is it is a workout to get this thing up from the basement and put together. I mean, it is not easy, okay? <laughs> yeah. So when you've got it all up and then you plug it in and half of it isn't lighting, it's mm. just that much more disappointing. Yeah, that's frustrating. So I'm at the office. And, um, and I'm like, you know, um, I'm going to tell people about this because they need to know why I'm not cheery and joyful in the hap- happiest time of the year. That's right. And, uh, so anyway, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm complaining, I'm whining it's, at the yeah, office and yeah. I'm like, my 12 foot tree is only half lit. And I, t- right. <laughs> it's one of those old ones where I have to find the bulb that is the culprit. Yeah. Uh, and it might be a few, I don't know, but I, yeah, my wife spent quite a while trying to find the bulb and finally gave up. Um, so I'm I'm telling some people this, and one of our our amazing maintenance technicians, uh, Mark, was like, "Hey, I I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but um, I heard your your Christmas trees, you know, not lighting up." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. It's like so frustrating to me. It's an old tree, but I still love it. It's 12 feet. It's magnificent. It's glorious." He goes. Well, Hobby Lobby has a sale on a 12-foot pre-lit right now. And Bob, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I kid you not, I left for lunch. I ran home and uh, and had a turkey sandwich because, you know, yes, still some turkey leftovers. left over. And then I went straight to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there it is, uh, 12-foot pre-lit. And, uh, and it was half off. So called my wife. I was like, can I get two? Yeah. <laughs> that's what this means. Right. I mean, that's what she does with shoes. Yeah. Well, it was half off, so I got two pair. Don't need two Christmas trees. Oh, but wouldn't it look so awesome? Where would it even go? Just right next to it. Just have like a little <laughs> cluster. You never see a lone tree yeah. out in the All right. So have like a little cluster. Even my half lit one. I'll just like leave it unlit, but put it in the back and then put two like beautiful fully mm-hmm. lit ones in front of it. And so I have this little, little forest in my there you go. living room. It would just be so great. But no, she farm. said no. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I uh, bought it and I put that up. And it's one of those two where when you set the... Uh, the next section into the trunk, the next section lights up because it's Ooh. powered through the trunk. Yeah. Oh, it it's so great. It's so great. Well, that's exciting. So, I know. so uh, Hobby so Lobby. So Hobby Lobby, which I'd never think of. I never think of Hobby Lobby. Um, oh, I'm aware great. that it exists, but I don't, th- I don't ever shop there. I don't ever think about it, but yeah, uh, yeah Hobby Lobby is going to be my sponsor because they saved Christmas for me. They saved Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a little over the top, but uh... <laughs> What about you? What's your NAS sponsored? Okay, so we actually were just texting about this this morning because uh, I asked you to send me the deets. That's right. So That's right. I'm, I'm so excited about this. You know, uh, I COVID has had its impact, right? It, mm-hmm. I mean, on absolutely everything. And uh, we just got through COVID Thanksgiving, and that was, you know, an experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
I, I live alone. I work from home. I, I Christmas is canceled, right? You know, for all of our family festivities, you right. know, um, supposed to actually go see the grandparents for Christmas this year. And, mm. um, that had to be canceled yeah. and that's, that's really unfortunate. So, um, since we're not able to do family gatherings and since I'm going to be alone on Christmas anyway, I thought to myself, I should just be alone on a beach. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so that's why I reached out to you to get one of those uh, certificates that we have right now for our Vacation on the House program. Mm -hmm. So I could redeem one for myself, test the the product, test the goods, as they say. Uh, You know, I've, I've tested it before. But maybe <laughs> quality control suggests I should I should test again at make, least once a year. Obviously. You really should, yeah. Um, and take one of these vacation on the house vacations for myself. Uh, and so I will be spending my Christmas in Cabo. There oh, will be no. no snow for me. There will only be <laughs> oceans and uh, social distancing to the maximum. Wow. I'm, I'm so excited, you know, and I'm still going to do, you know, the COVID test before I go to make sure obviously isolate they're, they're distancing people on the plane, uh, hand sanitizer and masks the whole time and, and all that good stuff. And then I'll do a small, um, little quarantine on the back end, even though you don't have to, it's just something that would make me comfortable. So I, 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 the safety and security is there at least, but I, I'm so excited to <laughs> make the best out of what's happening, you know? <laughs> I when life gives you lemons. That. I Come love on. that. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that means my sponsor is Resort Vacations Certificates because, uh, the, I mean, for this program that we have running right now, we have this incredible partnership with them. And, um, you know, I've taken advantage of it maybe a couple times by now. But I, it's where else can you get seven nights for, for cripe's sake, seven nights free. This isn't even one of those ones where it's like, you know, there's an upgrade on top of it, which isn't even that big of a deal for seven nights because it breaks down to like an extra 50 bucks if you do have an upgrade. But it's not even an upgrade one and it's incredible, completely free. My airline miles covered my flight. So I am going into this thing, zero dollars. I'm kind of jelly. I mean, you'll have fun with your kids and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, but, yeah, yeah, no, I like them um, all. Um, <laughs> that was so genuine. <laughs> I love my kids. The best part of Christmas is watching them, like, open up stuff, and they get gifts for each other. Like, we actually will take them out separately and be like, okay, now let's pick something out for your two siblings. And the joy of watching them as their sibling opens up the gift that they gave them is amazing. Yes. Like it's just, that's so sweet. That's innocent. Um, Yeah. I love it. So if, if any of the listeners around the world um, are, are curious how they could take advantage of such a a thing for themselves, what would, what would you say to them, Matthew? C21atwood.com slash vacation. Sell your home with uh, with a relentless C2 on Atwood agent, and we'll send you a seven-night vacation on the house. You know what, though? Before we get too far down that road, I, I just... Christmas in Cabo. Doesn't that sound like it needs to be a song? It sounds like a Hallmark movie, to be honest. <laughs> well, no, because you're going alone. Okay. Well, actually, maybe That's you'll a- be strolling down the beach. Coming down from the city, <laughs> thinking, I'm, man, I'm not here for the Christmas spirit. But bah, then- humbug, and then... <laughs> 
And then you'll meet a school teacher. The locals changed my mind. And then I just moved there. (laughs) And there needs to be like a country song in the background. Christmas in Cabo. Yeah. Social distancing, don't you know? Don't you know? This is a little Minnesotan. (laughs) It's a Minnesotan country. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I love it. That's so good. So yeah, we've been talking about like, you know, this partnership we have with resort vacation certificates and therefore we're able to provide this program, right? Our mm-hmm. program, Vacation on the House. And it's it's crazy too because it's, you know, sell your home with C21 Atwood with, with one of our relentless agents and we'll send you a seven night vacation on the house, right? So how great is that for our clients? So good. But also, do you know why you should be a Century 21 Atwood agent? So you can take one yourself. So you can take them yourself. <laughs> it's so true. It really is. Uh, and what's funny too is, so I was going through all these different locations trying to decide, you know, where I wanted to go. And there's so many like that are even just driving distance. So if you are concerned about traveling or um, maybe you just have relatives in a different area of the state or a different area of the country and you want to see them, but isolate somewhere, let's, like that's really good isolation to be, you know, uh, seven whole nights in yeah. wherever. There was Brainerd. There was, uh, uh, what's the lakes? That's Brainerd, right? <laughs> no. Like like the, the boundary waters? And... Yeah, there's that, but that's not what I was thinking of. Okay. Well, this is going well. Well, that's all right. You know what I mean. There's a lot yeah. of places. And I was like, yeah. so even if, you know, you want to go extravagant, you want to go tropical, you want to go to Europe, it, it's it's really kind of amazing. The, the options that are there. It can be as down to earth or as extravagant as you want it to be. Yeah. You know, I, I, this kind of goes along with too, when, when we're doing recruiting and we're talking to agents and like, well, how much more business can you bring me? I'm like, well, I, I mean, we have a lot of tools and systems to bring you business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our average agent does quite a bit of business, but um, you know, it's, it's not all about that though. I'm going to save you so much money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and and this, until literally right now here on the podcast with you, is is not something I was even thinking about. But I, I should start saying that to people. Like, well, do you ever um, vacation? Mm-hmm. Ever? Ever. How much does that cost? Okay. Well, <laughs> through our partnership of resort vacation certificates, right? And mm-hmm. and we get this. I mean, it's, it's awesome. We're giving it's, them away yeah. to our clients. We can use them ourselves. Um, I have not used them yet. I don't know why. Uh, you, you have a few to. times. Yeah. I do. It's so, and I'll, I'll confirm. Nobody has ever asked me to sit through a time share presentation. <laughs> they do not care. Yeah. Someone already owns this timeshare that you're in and right. it's, it's put up as a vacation rental. So, uh, they don't have a reason to sell to you. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I was looking online too, and there was one that really, stuck with me. I was like, oh, Margaritaville. There you go. <laughs> it just looks like, you know, fun. They probably <laughs> do fun things at night. <laughs> I bet. I bet yeah. maybe a little bit. Maybe. Not that I would go partake in it. I would just kind of watch. But um, Oh, anyway. man. Yeah. So uh, got some, I've, you know, last week's uh, weird news was the mysterious monolith. The yeah, things have happened with that. Thing. Yes, it has now been removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and two more have appeared um, 
in in the United States. No, one in the United States and one in like the Ukraine or something. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did see that after you brought it up last week. It started popping up on my newsfeed saying like people found it and then all of a sudden it disappeared. Right. And how is there no trace of this? Like, <laughs> aren't there tire tracks you can follow or is there no one else around seeing this stuff happen? Especially once we, like I could see the it getting placed. I mean, it isn't something that I think would be easy to hide, but like I could at least see like, Oh, no one really paid attention to the it ending up there in the first place. But then after we got all this national media attention, right. How, how is it not being watched constantly? Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, I still kind of hope it's like some really crazy thing that won't hurt anybody, but you know, like, yeah. Oh wow. It's, you know, aliens. aliens. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, it's crazy that it was like Salt Lake City, Utah, and then it disappears, and then one appears in was it San Francisco or somewhere in California? I thought, which is not near Utah. No, and then and then the Ukraine. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? That's scary. It's kind of cool. I like it. As long as it's not like scary yeah. or dangerous. This is the very beginning of every horror movie. <laughs> what's that? What's happening? This is yeah. kind of fun. No, yeah, it's not fun. But I mean, for decades, people were like, "What are these crop circles, and what do they mean?" Yeah, and then it was like, "Oh, it's clearly people, and here's how they do it." You know, and it was so funny too because it was like, "There's no way a human could could bend, you know, stalks of corn in a." perfect circle right and then it was like 10 years later they're like oh yeah it's a rope tied to a stake on a piece of board yeah and i walk in a circle <laughs> like and people are like scientists are like there's no way it could have been done of <laughs> it's course. like a rope and a board <laughs> no that's so funny you know i i always love those like uh paranormal investigation shows like on, yeah. on id and whatever until i saw one that was in uh prior lake or it was in uh, shakopee okay. technically and yeah. it, it uh was these mysterious lights in the sky forming a perfect circle and i'm like that's mystic oh, lake gosh. casino <laughs> are you kidding me and yeah. like all of these experts and scientists coming and saying this like certifying that this is paranormal this is alien and i was like now I don't believe in anything anymore. <laughs> Everything's Seriously. a lie. It would have taken no effort to find out that that's just the lights from the casino because everybody knows uh, it. Everybody knows it. So stupid. Silly. Also, also, um, wait, I don't remember. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> also, wait, wait. I got really, I got too excited and I got ahead of myself. <laughs> I had to backtrack in my mind. All right. Well, that's it for weird news, I guess. Uh, oh, that the monoliths are moving around the world now, which is kind of fun. That is fun. And, and terrifying. And terrifying. Wild. And they've zapped Michael's brain for, to prevent him from speaking further on it. Yeah. Which is why. That's just, exactly what happened. They were yeah. like, this guy's on to us. <laughs> it's yeah. gone. It's completely gone. And I had a very like long, coherent thought to bring up about this. Well, that's that's fun. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've got a couple of uh, stats and lists and fun things that I just thought would be fun to share. Yeah. Um, so this first one I stumbled across uh, was the 
what do they call it? The most loved home features in the U.S. And they break it down by state. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. The most loved home features. Right. Okay. So, so we're in, talking in, like, oh, I love my fireplace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be inside the home necessarily, but it's it's really interesting by state. What is the mm. number one uh, most common home feature request? Gotcha. Okay. Right? This will be interesting. Yeah. So for Minnesota, do you have a guess? People in Minnesota probably love their deck. Lakeshore. Oh, Lakeshore. That makes yeah. sense. It's the number one uh, request or, or yeah. Um, they love their Lakeshore. Um, I would too. What other states do you want to learn about? I mean, there's a, there's, there's like 50 of them. Okay. We have to learn <laughs> what the crazy Wisconsiners like. Okay. Wisconsin, uh, just being out in the country. They want country living. I mean, that's basically all of Wisconsin. Yeah. And what's with all those unincorporated towns? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Um, Okay, let's see. Alabama. Oh, this will be good. A gas stove. That's a normal thing to want. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Uh, I was hoping it'd be like a view of the chicken coop. Right. Um, let's see. Alaska. They just want a yard. Okay, does anybody want not normal things? These are all great um, things. California. Solar. Oh, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Washington D.C. It must be close to the the metro transportation, the underground. Oh the, yeah, know, the, yeah. Um, Florida is canal. Yeah, want to be on a canal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few for, first floor masters: Delaware, Georgia, um, Kentucky. They all love their first floor masters. Yeah, <laughs> Idaho. RV parking. Okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, this one I thought was really interesting because it's the only one on here that is um, not something that you would think the general public would even know is a word. Okay. Hawaii, fee simple. Oh, wow. Yeah. So apparently they don't have... Uh, I was just say, as opposed yeah. to not? <laughs> I guess. So they must not have, I I don't know. I'm going to have to research it now. We need someone who is a listener from Hawaii to explain to us how real estate works because it, I mean, we talk about fee simple estate, but that's the norm. That's, that's also kind of like, this is going to be a a more dumbed down version, but we also talk about like deeds to houses and 99.99% of the time, it's going to be a warranty deed that's free and clear from any encumbrances or title issues. But occasionally we might have a special warranty deed or something because of a circumstance with the house. And, and so I feel like it's the same thing for fee simple estate or not. I'd be like, this is, this is normal. Like every time I go over a deed with someone, I'm like, just, this is normal. It's a, it's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> what is happening? Who uh, owns, who, who owns or retains interest in their property? I don't know. The government? Lava? Maybe. Lava. <laughs> Is Lava the licensed owner? Maybe. Montana. They're like, technically everything belongs to the Lava God and he just lets us live here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that how, like, 
England works? Like the land still belongs to the queen, but you own, you know, your home on top of it or something? Oh, yeah. Is that how that works? I, think? I don't anyway. know anything about that, but that seems right. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, Montana is an ADU or accessory dwelling unit. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Like another house, like a guest house? Yeah. Okay. Um, Nebraska is a villa. Nevada and New Mexico is a casita. Casita. Um, Love that. Huh. North Dakota is a rambler. They just want a rambler. Yeah. Simple. Yep. So, yeah, there's a lot of Pennsylvania. They just want parking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tennessee, they want a creek. They love to be near a creek. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. West Virginia River Access. Okay. Here's my favorite. Okay. (laughs) Because it just, it doesn't, doesn't explain. It says Wyoming, horses. They want horses? Do horses come with the land? I don't know. I mean, it runs with the land. Right. Ah, there <laughs> okay. you go. There anyway. it was. I'm assuming they mean space or horses. I guess, but or it like just stables. says the most, the, the most loved home features, horses. Maybe it's even like wild horses, a home that wild horses would like to roam. Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I will tell you, I was driving through Wyoming one time. Actually, I mean, I stayed there a few times. But um, there was a kind of a blizzard, and it was so bad that you couldn't really see what was around you. And we're, we're driving down the highway, which is a two-lane road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking out the window because I wasn't driving. And I'm just kind of looking out the window, and I can kind of see, you know, like past the ditch, there's kind of like a sort of fence and I'm like man this fence has been going on forever who builds these 50 mile long fences and all of a sudden like I could just start to make out this figure and it was a horse running the same speed as us right next to us (gasps) and it just ran and ran and I was like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life that's why I mean just like because you couldn't fully see it but it was like through the blizzard and this horse just like full speed running right alongside us. It was the coolest thing. Uh, I love that. That was a uh, yeah. similar when I was in Canada and going down their actual, like, I don't think it's called an interstate cause they don't have States. <laughs> the inter province, maple province, <laughs> inter province. Uh, anyway, I was like, yeah, we're all, who's building all these fences. Cause it was going to go. I traveled across the entire country. Um, yeah. And it was all lined with fences and then occasionally would have a wildlife pass, like a, a bridge over the highway. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, and and then I thought about it. I was like, I did not see one bit of roadkill the whole time I was there. I think they just built one. I just read this. Was it Minnesota? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I just read it, though, that they just built one somewhere around near where we are. So yeah. it was either like Minnesota, Wisconsin, maybe the Dakotas. I don't know. Um, but really cool, like really cool idea. And they've reported, um, zero, like the, the animals are using it. Yeah. You know, super cool. That's cool. All right. So I've also got some, uh, housing stats for you. All right. Lay it on us. All right. So, uh, this is October. We don't have November yet. So I'm going to check back on, uh, on November once that's all compiled and done. Um, but October housing stats, uh, 6.1% increase in new listings. That's good. 
over last October. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of saw this too. Like we had a 300% increase in business uh, <laughs> in one of our offices. Um, 6.1% increase. This is Minnesota, by the way. Um, 22.4% increase in pending sales. Ooh. And 29.8% uh, increase in closed sales. That's so good. Again, what this means is if if new listings was... 28% and closed sales was 29% and pending was 27%, right? Then we're okay. <laughs> yep. But new listings is only up 6.1%. And yet pending sales and closed sales is mm-hmm. almost 30%. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is because of our delayed start to this year. Yes. Also. So it's a little yes. unfair to compare October to October. Um, I, I think maybe we'll see things come closer together once we compare year to year. I hope so, because this is indicating a continued pattern of inventory problems. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And what's crazy is you could be like, well, yeah, Matt, but you know, it's not like they listed in October and it sold in October. Right. Well, almost. (laughs) Yeah. Because the average, (laughs) average days on market is only 39 days. (laughs) Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, honestly, it's always one of those things where you sign a six month listing contract because it's, oh, it's, I mean, six months, it's, you know, hopefully it'll sell in that time. And 39 days on average yeah. is crazy. Crazy. So, yeah, pretty, pretty impressed by that. Um, Okay, so I have one other thing for you. All right. Because we were talking about FISBOs last week. Yes. Okay. So it kind of got my brain going a little bit, and I was like, okay, I need to look into some of these for sale by owners because we were kind of chatting about, like, you know, why would you do that? (laughs) Anyway, um, the biggest stat I think hopefully everyone takes away is the average for sale by owner sales price all of last year mm-hmm. was $217,900. Okay? Uh-oh. So $218,000. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay? The average home sold with an agent last year was $295,000. There it is. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to save so much money by not using a realtor. Well... <laughs> You lost $80,000. And guess what? Mm -hmm. An agent's not going to charge you $80,000. At least not on a $300,000 house. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on. I've seen a lot of those stats in the past, too, about how the the cost, quote-unquote, cost of using an agent is actually a savings. Uh, But it's hard for people to to gather that, too, at the the same time. Because maybe... I, it's not only just to say like, oh, they all of these for sale by owners are so underpricing their homes. That's not necessarily the case, but they also, are they marketing in the right ways? Are they on the MLS? Probably not unless they're doing a, like one of those MLS only things. And then what what are you really getting? I mean, do you know what where it's syndicating and what the details say and what the agent offering is or anything like that? Um, all that to say, it, it goes into the agent's expertise on marketing, the agent's expertise on photography, the agent's expertise on pricing, of course, but time on market, what are you losing? Um, 
and and then just doing price traps because you don't know what else to do. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm just reading through some of these other stats too, and and you mentioned uh, getting on the MLS. Six percent of for sale by owners uh, used the MLS. Jeez. So, which, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's there's thousands and thousands. No, I, I take that back. There's there's a million realtors in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you put it on the MLS and a million people whose job it is to find buyers, you know, you put mm-hmm. it on the MLS and they're going to, they're going to work for you. Basically you're hiring 1.4 million people or however many realtors there are in, in the United States to, to start looking at your, at your thing. But you're going to instead run over to the Home Depot and get one of those signs that says for sale that some mm-hmm. people stick in the back of their car or whatever, and you're going to put it in your front lawn and go, there, that'll do it. That'll do. <laughs> and now it might, it might sell, but you're exposing your home to maybe, let's say, hundreds of people, mm-hmm. right? Versus you never know. I mean, I can't tell you every day the people that are moving to uh markets that that we have offices in from outside of Minnesota. Right. They're they're moving from Florida, from the Carolinas, from I mean just it, all the time I'm hearing about this. Yep. And they start their search through a realtor <laughs> because they're like I need help, you know, finding a good property and um you know, and and they're going to a realtor's going to make sure that, you know, the, the, the paperwork's done correctly and everything's going to be sound. I think you mentioned last week, like this way you're, you're not like, Oh, it's been a year and now I'm getting sued or five years mm-hmm. or 10 years down the road because something went wrong. The biggest horror story I ever heard somebody did a for sale by owner. I mean, it's not the biggest horror story, but uh, in a for sale by owner circumstance that I have personal uh, knowledge of, um, because it happened here was somebody did a for sale by owner and signed it and everything was good. And it wasn't until the buyers of that for sale by owner then went to go sell the home Mm -hmm. that they realized that the original for sale by owner was going through a divorce and his wife never signed the paperwork. There you go. Um, because in Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen, it is one to buy and two to sell. So, um, yeah, it wasn't actually a real sale. Apparently. Can you imagine living somewhere for like 15 years and then being like, Oh, apparently this lady still owns it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That's horrible. Isn't that nuts? I think there's a a lesson to be learned (laughs) somewhere in here. Sift a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kind of nuts. Anyway, in other news, um, I wanted to share something just a little positive, yeah, a little bit heartwarming, uh, because a lot of our, uh, I mean, both of us spend a lot of times looking at articles, looking at trends, looking at what's happening in our markets and in just the country. Um, But this was a nice little surprise. It wasn't anything to do with kind of the cold and hard business of, of real estate, but instead just saying that realtors, so people who are members of the National Association of Realtors, um, have notably increased giving and any volunteering during the pandemic. Mm. And I thought that's so nice. You know, um, 
I was going through this just say, showing how people's outreach in their communities and in, in, in so many ways has changed, but more than doubled in a lot of areas. Um, and it's like, what does that look like? You know, we had, we've seen other Century 21 agents, for example, who were making their own hand sanitizer uh, or, or anything like that so that it's not necessarily to say, yes, it's a financial donation. It's some kind of giving. It could be conducting, you know, wellness checks and visits on senior neighborhoods or uh, virtual companionship to anybody who's isolated or um, obviously donating like food uh, or non-perishables to food banks, mm-hmm. um, donating masks. We talked about donating hand sanitizer, uh, school meals for children or again, meals for senior citizens or uh, even providing s- stable and secure housing for people. I mean, this is... A, a really big and heartwarming thing that I, I'm very proud to be a member of the Association of Realtors when I see things like this. And then we had uh, kind of a challenge, right, from our leader to have all realtors participate in community services, whatever that looks like, and yeah. log your hours online. Uh, so they have a log, uh, uh, like a login for all of us where we can put in what we've done. Um and they set a goal for realtors to reach 5 million hours of community service within the next 12 months. Wow. And I think that's doable. What it, even like the only thing going through my mind when I'm reading, you know, their stats on this many thousand people did this and this percent of people did that. I'm like, that's just what's reported. And most people don't report, you know, kind things or charitable things that they do. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. it's on your taxes. Hey, oh, uh, <laughs> that's right. Just kidding. But but I mean, really, that's what that's what's reported, which tells me there's actually so much more good happening than even what this article is trying to, to show. Um, yeah. Even our, our agents in our office did. Uh, yeah. What was that? The blanket making for the reach. Yep. The blanket tying where mm-hmm. you, you know, tie some blankets together. And yeah. Yeah. Um, doing that. And then we had uh, one incredible relentless agent who was um, just, I, I don't even know how she found the time to do it because she, her, her real estate career is also taking off, um, but made uh, face masks um, mm-hmm. for hospital, like just, I mean, not for doctors necessarily, but you know what I mean? Like just, uh, um, just pumping these things out left and right and huge do- donations of, uh, of face masks. Um, we've had people donating money to those in need. Um, I mean, it has been truly incredible. Mm-hmm. It is, it has been amazing. And, and I'm glad to see that this is, um, you know, happening nationwide. And I've said before, there's in, in one of our previous podcasts, I was saying like, there's something in a realtor yes. that they just, they give, you know, and it's, and I think that's so important to remember because the 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 good realtors, right, the ones who get into this for the right reasons and they're they they do a great job. It they got into this because they have a heart of service. They have mm-hmm. a heart to serve people and and to help with their needs. And so when these things come up, when they happen, um, you know, they they step forward. You know, one of the things that stands out for me is um, shortly after. September 11th, 2001. And our agents approached uh, us and said, hey, can we put together a fundraiser um, to send over to uh, to the relief fund after September 11th for the victims and, and their families and all mm-hmm. that? So, um, so we put together this thing really quick and it ended up being humongous. I mean, 
so many people showed up and donated and the silent auction and all this stuff and sent uh, six figures out to this thing, uh, which was amazing. Um, but that's the heart God. of who realtors are. Yeah. It's and really cool that. how people can step up at, I mean, without being asked to, without, you know, it, it's, it's always of their own accord. And I, I think it's really, it, like I said, it's something that I have a lot of pride to get to call myself a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about our agents being relentless, you know, and they, they work and they work and they work to get the job done. But sometimes that job isn't always a sale. And one of the things that we, this isn't my quote for the day, but I might as well just share it. Um, but I heard this once and I, I thought, how profound is this? Because that's who we are, is um, how can you enrich somebody else's life, even if it's not through a sale, mm-hmm. yep. you know? And that was at one of the Century 21 leadership summits. Um, and I was just like, yes, that is what they do. They enrich people's lives, even if it's not through a sale. You know, right. it's so, so awesome. So here's my quote that ties into this. All right. All right, you ready? I'm so ready. Because here we are again. I mean, I talked about our September 11th thing um, in the financial crisis when people were losing homes. Our agents were doing all they could to help people through that. Um, and here we are again in kind of a crisis, uh, with the pandemic mm-hmm. and realtors are stepping up again. So here's my quote. It's uh, Robert Schuler says, tough times never last, but tough people do. Yes. I love that one actually. Yeah. So good. And it just, <laughs> I just need that first part of it. Tough times never last. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to come out of this thing. It's going to, it's going to go away. Yeah. I mean, I think our our agents, our staff, our um, communities have shown that grit. You know, um, yeah. For yeah. when things get tough, uh, there's there's, I mean, there are people who just can't handle it and need to go. But that's not the relentless agents that we're working with, and that's not in general the communities that we're serving. So, just right. a positive reminder: tough yeah. times. Cause uh, That's right. they, they will come. <laughs> they won't last. They won't last, but they will come and they will come again. Um, but Hey, you know what? Interest rates are so low right now. And, uh, you know, just, just come on over. We'll help you out in that need. We'll help you out in other needs. If, if your need is, I just need to get away. We've got a vacation on the house program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your need is unfortunately for a lot of people, I need to find a new career. We've got a, uh, a program to get you into real estate. We're going to cover the costs of your, uh, or reimburse the costs of you getting licensed. Yes. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now to, to try to help people in, in what your needs are. So, yeah. Um, also, and not, we can't really say anything, but I was, uh, you know, I was just actually messaging you uh, the other day about getting ready for our annual meeting, like our company leadership uh, meeting yes. and these things. And there's so many things for 2021 that I am, super amped about. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to just, you know, hit the new year. And, and we, we already have all these cool things in the works and just to be able to, I love that neither of us are ever the type to, to be like, well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. Just be like, let's ride this out for a while. It's always like, great, this is done. What's next. How do we continue to improve and involve and change and offer benefits, um, enrich people's lives, as you said, in, in different ways, because yeah. The world is not the same today as it was, you know, yesterday, two years ago, anything like that. So why would we do everything the same as 
in spite of that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm so pumped. I'm, I think 2021 is going to be an amazing year and uh, we've got a couple more episodes to talk about all the great things we're going to be doing, but we don't want to spoil it either. We, no. we want to, you know, but, but the good things, the, the, the look back on 2020 and the year that it was mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to an amazing 2021. This is our year, Michael. It's going to happen. 2021. 21. Boom. It is ours. We've only been bang. waiting for this. <laughs> Hashtag bang. Hashtag bang. Anyway, uh, it's going to be great. Today's podcast is sponsored by You're So Vain, the song. And I'm just going to play that. You're so vain. <laughs> you probably think this podcast is about you. There you go. Just kidding. hey Uh So anyway, make it a great week. Uh, it is December and there's still no snow on the forecast from at least what I can see. So... I guess we'll make do and uh, just keep on pressing forward. There better be snow on Christmas. There, oh, obviously. <laughs> I mean, there won't for me, but there no. will for you. <laughs> yes. You enjoy Cabo. Uh, I'm so excited. I'll send you lots of pictures. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right. We will see you all next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to The Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And, of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.